There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we're discussing episode 11 of officially season one of The Ark. Yes. Yes. As April 13th, Sci-Fi announced that The Ark has been renewed for season two. Nothing like stressing us out till almost the end. Yes. Having <laughs> all something. Wait six months uh, after the last. Oh my episode. god! Like they did with Surreal Estate with us, yeah. which should be coming back soon. Yes. Hopefully, I don't think we have a date on that one yet, but no. Oh my gosh! And then it was like such a good episode too. Yes. I was like, okay, so I was really excited that we got the announcement and we're building. So I feel better. About us more than likely ending on a cliffhanger. Right. So I feel better about that. Yes. <laughs> well, so we, we got have... some ratings news, right? Yes, we do. This episode brought in a 0.06 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.437 million viewers, making it the 86th rated cable show for the day. That's not too bad. No. And I assume the Live Plus 7 will be much higher because it was such a good episode. Yes. And then, if you've noticed, obviously, if you're listening to us and you're a fan of the show and you're seeing all the commercials about it being renewed, it's because it's had such a great amount of people watching. And they said, what, second only to Resident Alien. Right. So, yes, because these are our people. We love these shows. Keep it up. Yes. Okay. So, after all that, we're going to give you the super in-depth blurb that we get that's still pisses us off aside yes. we love you but you piss us <laughs> off a lot the last thing you ever do the crew must understand their enemy better as they attempt a dangerous rescue mission really 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 <laughs> okay all right aye, aye, aye. i'm telling you you know i know they don't want to spoil things because right. people complain about that but this total other end of it i mean i guess we should be happy it's not like stuff happens right that's where it's going next but you know yeah i do want to say before we jump in because i was telling steve off air my husband sat down to watch this with me and he's not watched any of the episodes and he's like wait what i'm like no 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 questions no questions (laughs) but (laughs) like some of the stuff made sense he goes wait how come they have like you know some of the stuff seems super advanced like when they they have the defibrillator Right. And he's like, and some of this stuff seems not advanced, like, oh, actual guns. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Quit trying to make things make sense. Stop it. Right. Yes. We're in the future. Let me have some of this stuff. We just write that off. Yeah. Like, damn it. Why do we still have needles? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, that would have been, I would much rather go the Star Trek route with that and have like a hypo spray or whatever. So there's no needles. Yep. Come on. Get it together. 
get yes. more futuristic. I don't know. But anyway. All right. Well, we open with Garnett wandering through the empty hallways above Arc 15, aboard Arc 15. Bryce, Felix, and Eva keep in contact with her on Arc 1. Garnett eventually runs into some of Evelyn's guards, and she swiftly takes them out like the badass she is. Garnett finds their wep weapons room and corners the guard. She asks how to disable Evelyn's massive weapon that could wipe them off the map, and he doesn't know. Well, this guy's going to get it again. <laughs> well, you know what? I I can understand this guy not knowing. Yes. Because maybe he's just there to guard the area, not, you know, actually work anything. So I did feel kind of bad for him at the end, but. Yes. Eh. <laughs> and he tells him it's essentially indestructible. Meanwhile, Alicia and Dr. Kabir are monitoring the spiders in the med bay. They hope to extract their venom to create a cure for Clampkins. That was the creepiest thing I've ever yes, seen. Yes, it was. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know spiders are in eggs, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, it looked like they were kind of being hatched out of like ant mounds. Right. And they're just kind of coming out. It's like, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done without that part because that was, I was. It was creepy. I'm right there with Kabir because apparently she's terrified of spiders. Yes. I'm not terrified, but I was not like, oh, this is so cool. Much like Alicia as she was, you know, gushing. Well, do you know that? It's like, no, Alicia, no. We, Dr. Kabir and I don't want to know. Just yes. speak out silently <laughs> while we kind of look horrified from beyond. Yes. Now, of course, Alicia's mood changes from eager to somber when she worries about Angus. Kabir reassures her that Garnett will rescue him in one piece. Well, fingers crossed on that one. I know. It was sweet, but at the same time, it's like, girl, you know there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> yes. Alicia joins the gang on the bridge to walk Garnett through hacking the weapon. Our favorite clone, Lieutenant, does this successfully. So basically it was turn it off and turn it back on. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like the simplest thing ever, but sometimes the simple solutions work, right? Yep. Garnett sends Alicia the design layouts for Arc 15 while Eva figures out how to destroy the weapon. Then Garnett heads to the brig to free Angus. Speaking of Angus, remain locked in his quarters, Kelly pops in for a visit. She wants him to have dinner with her and her mother, Evelyn Maddox. She's so creepy. She just pops up. You might as well just be like, here's Johnny. It's like, oh, yes. <laughs> and for those of you who don't get that reference, first of all, I'm sorry. Yes. And second of all, go watch The Shining. Yeah. He asks her questions about her upbringing. For starters, why is her accent different than her mother's? Well, Kelly was raised by her father in the U.S. Angus tries to tap into Kelly's warm side to make her think he's not plotting his escape. Plant Boy, as Bryce affectionately calls him, is smart. Meanwhile, Garnett visits Arc 15's lab and steals some critical components for the Clampkins cure, at least the ones the scientists aboard this ship used for experimentation. I kind of was hoping that we'd have some more information she'd be able to, like, download. Right, for because Kabir. Yeah, because just, oh, well, that's what's on here. Uh, okay, maybe they were screwing around with stuff or didn't have all the information. Download yes. everything. Thing. Oh, wait, you know what? Actually, now that I think of it, because she was able to give Ava like control of the one system, even though it was the weapon system, 
it was still in the computer. Maybe she was able to download some of it, and we just don't know yet. Right. Hmm. That would be nice. (laughs) It it would be good if, like, Alicia was working with her, because right now we just know Ava's, like, really focused on the one thing. Right. But if Alicia put a backdoor hack in somehow. Yep. We'll find out. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Evelyn checks in on William and Lane in the brig, and when she asks William again if he'll cough up, cough up the programming necessary to start his planetary rotation devices so that Prox B is livable, again, he refuses. So what does she do? She sends her enforcer in. I didn't know what he did. I thought he broke his arm, but he broke his finger. And right, which- yeah. He oh. pulled his arm behind him, and we didn't actually get to see him actually break the finger. We just see the aftermath, and I thought Lane was going to lose his cookies right then and there. Yeah, I was, was like, it was so messed up. I was sitting there looking at it going, oh, God, move on. <laughs> yeah. And I love how she's like, there's more where that came from. It's like, he didn't even yelp, though. No, he didn't. And that's what I'm like, does he not feel pain or something? And after Evelyn departs, Lane ends up resetting his finger. And he's still like, oh, Garnett will save us. It's like, yeah, okay. But. William's like, maybe I should just give her the answers. A quick death is better. It's like, what is wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> but, oh, and then just, I'm sorry, but through this whole episode, William has been an ass. Yes. I don't think it's going to change no matter what happens. I don't nope. know. Leave him on proxy. Next, Angus and Kelly are having dinner with Evelyn, and she's not a fan of Kelly's latest boy toy citing that they've already been or they've already have planet experts. So why do we need you? Right. And she's like so hostile. Like it wasn't his choice to come here. First of all, no, it wasn't. You grabbed him. I mean, he had like bindings on his arms when he got here. It wasn't like him just walking in like, Hey, no, this is cool. I got this. Yeah. What the hell? She is like super paranoid. Maybe that is, you know, a side effect we don't know about. Because right. they haven't talked about everything with Clampkins. No. And at this point, you know, with Evelyn all paranoid, what happens? Alarms go off. And then, of course, she's like, oh, you're trying to distract me. And, and something's happening with Arc 1, though, some kind of rescue mission. He's been locked up. What do you think is happening? Right. Yeah. Is he psychic? You see, I mean, uh, Kelly's watch on his arm so he can communicate back to Arc 1? No. Right. But instead of leaving, even though she's like, I'm going to go do this. And this was kind of weird for me. She's going to go find out what's going on. And Kelly's like, but you promised us we'd have dinner. It's like, okay, first of all, you know that there's something going down and you are acting like a spoiled child at this point. But before anything can happen, Evelyn clutches her chest and collapses. And we see Angus run over because Angus is the type of guy that's going to help everyone. Apparently, it doesn't matter, good or bad, in this moment. And he's telling Kelly, uh, your mom had a heart attack. He starts chest compression in a very weird way, too. Yeah. But he's like, call call the doctor, call somebody. And she just kind of froze. And I was wondering if that's because she was upset and didn't know what to do, or she's kind of like, hmm, maybe I can just let her die kind of thing. Right. What do you think was going on in that moment? I think she just froze because she didn't really know what to do. 
I mean, all we really know was she was an engineering apprentice, but we don't know if that's the truth or not. We don't know what her job is on ARC-15, except being a spy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because the way her face was, that's why I was starting to wonder if maybe she's like, hmm, maybe I'll just let her go. And that's also possible. But next thing we know, we're in the med bay, and Evelyn is awake, and the doctor lets slip that uh, she has late-stage clampkins, and one of the symptoms is heart failure, and this is the third heart attack she's had this week. Damn. This week? What? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> that does not seem like, yeah, this is fine. Third one this week, you know. Um, I feel like that's a really bad thing, and... Yes. You know, wow. Yeah. It appears that if Arc 1 can hold on, they can outlast Evelyn. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with whoever takes over next, but... True. Could be worse. Who knows? Although yeah. she's manic at this point because she needs a cure. Yes. But I did, for a moment, feel sorry for Kelly because she did not know anything about her mother's diagnosis till now. Right. And Evelyn, you know, super pissed that the doctor <laughs> let it slip. And Evelyn's just like, well, I guess I can cut Angus some slack because, hello, he saved your life. We could have just let you lay there and die. Right. Which that would have saved him, I think. Yep. Meanwhile, we have Garnett accessing the brig, but is disappointed to see Lane and William instead of Angus. She believes Angus is the only one who deserves to go home because he didn't betray them like the other two. But unfortunately, a guard catches Garnett and locks her in with Lane and Williams. And, well, that's not ideal at this point. No, not good at all. <laughs> Lane apologizes to Garnett, revealing that he wants to fix this. Yeah, okay, you're in a brig. That's really easy to say at this point. Yes. Garnett isn't sure what's broken can be mended. Because it's really hard when you break somebody's trust like that. And that's not yes. just, you didn't tell me the truth. You had a mutiny, basically. Yes, he did. And back over on Arc 1, Bryce collapses as Evelyn did. No, I didn't want parallels happening like this. No. Felix and Ava wake him up, but the latter notice that he's unconscious longer this time than he had been previously. They transport him over to the med bay, you know, physically, because they don't have cool transporters. No. Felix tends to him while Kabir and Alicia continue working on the Clampkins cure. Bryce asks Felix to step in as acting captain should he and Garnett die, or at least if he becomes incapacitated. Right. So Felix reluctantly accepts that potential future role. Yeah, no pressure there or anything. No. <laughs> so Eva visits Bryce in the med bay. He isn't hopeful that Alicia's and Kabir's experiment will pan out. Eva confesses her feelings for Bryce, despite his incessant warnings about falling in love with him. That was just kind of narcissistic, though, anyway. Yes. Don't fall in love with me. Dude, maybe she wasn't going to. And then yeah. you actually were nicer. But really, I told you don't fall for me. It's like, oh, shut up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Though when she turns away, Bryce pulls her by the wrist and they kiss. Cat <laughs> languishes in her corner, in her quarters while on house arrest. Felix barges into her room under the impression it's an emergency. Nope. Cat merely wanted to see a friendly face. She craves human contact. All kinds of human contact, apparently. 
she's having issues, and I wonder if it's something way more serious. Yeah, and Felix leaves her be. Later, Angus tries to persuade Kelly to let him visit Lane and William. Perhaps he can sway them and bring them over to Team Evelyn. Kelly doesn't feel it's a good idea. Of course, Angus utilizes the mom card, emphasizing how proud Evelyn will be of Kelly. Meanwhile, Evelyn contemplates her next move. She knows Garnett was attempting to rescue Angus. However, she doesn't want to fire the weapon yet. Arc 1 boasts precious spider cargo. Oh, yeah, because I think at this point they'd found out, right? Yes. Yeah, Evelyn was informed that, nope, took forever to find find out that it was not the right spider. We have Kabir and Alicia in the med bay, and they have concocted the perfect combination of components for a Clampkin's cure. Or so they hope. The pair warn Bryce that they'll have to wait 72 hours and run tests before injecting it into his veins. But he doesn't think he has that long to live, so he's like, nope, hit me with it now. Yep. Of course, that just seems super normal. Uh, hello, you haven't had, like, all the other problems. I'm sure you got plenty of time. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, what we know from what Evelyn's going through, yes, he still has more time than he thinks he does. Right. Unfortunately, you know, he's in this mindset that he's not going to make it, and he just needs to get hit with everything now. But hello, that is still venom, and like yes. things have to happen. And I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a dumb move on his part, but yep. I guess he's gonna do what he does. And well, at this point, Bryce has an adverse reaction to the drug cocktail. After seizing, he falls unconscious, and his heart stops. Thankfully, after using the defibrillator and a dangerously close call, Bryce's heart restarts, and they get him on oxygen. Felix has to comfort Kabir because she is pretty shaken up at this point. Yes. I mean, this woman is still the only doctor. We don't know if anybody has been training with her. Right. Or what's been going on. So I can understand her being so freaked out because she's like, no, I should have waited. I should have tested. I should have, you know, insisted on this. And it's like, you need to calm down and breathe because Bryce is hard headed too. This is just not going to be easy. Right. And next thing you know, Felix manages to pry Eva away from Bryce so they can return to the bridge because, hello, you still need to work on disabling the weapon before, you know, we die. Yes. Because it's not going to matter if the cure works if we die. Yeah. He temporarily takes over as captain, acting captain, I guess. And the crew works to bring Garnett home. Meanwhile, Kelly accompanies Angus to the brig over on Arc 15. And I love how she's telling the guard, well, fine, if you want to tell my mother that you won't let us in for us to follow her orders. I'm like, wow. Yes. Everybody's (laughs) manipulating everybody at this point. Yep. But Angus ends up reuniting with Garnett and they embrace, which it was a sweet moment. And Kelly looked so pissed off. Yes. Because she kind of pulls him back. like, he's with me now. It's like Garnett was never like that with him. So chill out. Right. But this helped because when Kelly's back is turned, Angus knocks her unconscious with the food tray. Yes. (laughs) And the quartet flee from the brig. And again, this was funny and I felt bad for the guy because Garnett has, what was it, like the cattle prod. Yeah. She's like, this just isn't your day. Yeah. (laughs) It's like that poor guy. Yep. Oh, poor man. 
So Evelyn ends up finding Kelly in the brig alone, and she ridicules her daughter for allowing the prisoners to escape all over some boy. Yep, that's plant boy to you, Evelyn. But besides, do you think that that's what she did? I mean, yeah, okay. I'm going to let you escape. Wow, you just have nothing but spite for your daughter. What the hell? Exactly. Next thing we see, Garnett, Angus, Lane, and Williams, or more like Garnett Lane, battling the guards en route to the shuttle. I was pretty impressed with the fight scene in the hall. Yes, it was a good one. And uh, they finally make it to their mode of escape, which happens to be another shuttle. How many shuttles do they have? I thought Arc 1 only has one. So it seems that they have two because one of them yeah, is stuck over. There, there, there is two docking ports on each arc. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, the shuttle release malfunctions and somebody has to stay behind to pull the manual release, which is on the outside. Of course, it's on the outside. Of course. It's always on the outside. Lane volunteers to do that, much to Garnett's dismay, because he wants to atone for his sins. And she's she's still like hemming and hawing. And he's like, uh, really, do you think trust is going to do it? Nope. Nope. So at least she had that. And the whole reason was they came over for Angus. So Angus couldn't stay. Yeah. She does tell him not to die before they can come back. And she he climbs out of the shuttle. Outside, he shuts the doors where Evelyn's guards are so they can't prevent him from pulling all the levers. And when he does, we still have trust in the shuttle acting like a five-year-old. Yes. Oh, that was making me crazy. But Garnett and the others fly away to safety. But I was worried because Evelyn tries to fire the weapon. Yeah. And thankfully, at this point, Ava had disabled the weapon and it exploded upon activation. Ava's got the glorious engineering brain. Yes, she big does. brain working. And she figured out that it takes air in in order to send the weapon out. Now, here's my question, because... That happened, and then we get to see the guard surrounding Lane, and he surrenders. You know, who knows what his fate may be. Right. But we're hoping that Arc 1 is saved again. Right. But with it exploding and kind of coming back, does that mean Arc 15 could potentially be in danger because of the weapon kind of coming back on them? Because we didn't officially see any kind of fly back. Right, yeah. I think it's kind of possible that... Yeah, some of the, the Elysium might do some damage to Arc 15. I was wondering if that's going to be something that carries over into the next episode. Right. Because yeah, well, I mean, it's I'm not thinking... like it expels forward necessarily when it explodes. Right. right. I mean, I think no, that would be kind thinking... of an interesting plot. Yeah. My thinking is that when Garnett gets back to Arc 1, we'll figure out that the cure actually did cure Bryce, and then Garnett will have a bargaining chip with Evelyn at least. Yeah, because right now it doesn't seem like it worked. Well, of course, it's not going to be immediate either. Right. I mean, do you think it's going to be like snap your fingers and everything's going to be gone? No, I mean, no. it's going <laughs> to take a bit. Yeah. Plus, we don't even know what the percentages are supposed to be. Right. So this should be interesting. And we have, what, two more episodes? One more episode? One more episode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, of course, somehow they're going to have to convince Trust to give Evelyn the software to get the planetary devices working. So, yeah, this is going to be some massive uh, 
card playing and who bluffs the best mm -hmm. between Maddox and Garnett. Because now you don't have a weapon either. Right. But you've got Lane and we want Lane back. So put him on a shuttle and we'll shuttle the cure over to you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still up in the air with it, if that's going to be able to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not guaranteed that it's going to end that way. That's for sure. <laughs> we could have another arc show up and cause even more problems. Oh, my gosh. Well, we know everything after what arc three has the faster than light. Speed, yes. Yeah. The so FTL we don't know. Drive, so, yeah. Right. This should be interesting. Yes, it should. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us as there are plenty of other, there are a few other The Art Podcasts out there. Tell your friends and hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcast. You can check out everything over at www.fangirlzone.com. And we have our podcast page. We have our contacts page. Um, we'll be posting whenever we make it to a con, which I, I know the next one for me is until July. So um, we will have all of our nerdy stuff over there. So make sure you check it out. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Steve. I only do ethical hacking, which this is, right? And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time.